Welcome to Inside Swindonet Support with top guests and top tips. So hi, welcome to uh, another episode of Insights uh, here live from BET 2024. I'm absolutely delighted to welcome on for the conversation now somebody I've known for a very long time, always at the cutting edge of thinking around uh, technology. I'm really, really pleased to welcome Ian Nairn. Ian, could you share a little bit about your work and how you got to be here today? Maybe not by train. Yeah. Uh, uh, your journey in education today. Yeah, no. No, thank you, Mark. It's great to be on the on the on the net support stand, and thank you, and thank you for the uh, invitation. So, for for now more than uh, forty years, uh, what I've been uh, doing is looking at how technology can help uh, teachers in education, uh, but help them solve problems at scale. Um, and as you know, uh, as the founder of C Learning, um, and now the group CEO of uh, Dell and Cloud in Estonia. Uh, we concentrate on three areas. One is the use of cloud, okay, uh, but for the last five years, the use of AI, um, and also the use of X or virtual reality. So uh, these are the areas we think are gonna have significant uh, impact on teaching and learning as the years go forward. That's great. I mean, cloud is something which is obviously very close to our heart with uh, our products like classroom.cloud. <laughs> Uh, and uh, we definitely see the benefit of, of, of using the cloud. Um, I mean, where would we be? We have been during the pandemic. If it hadn't it. been for that. But you mentioned uh, AI. There's been an explosion of thinking uh, around AI. Certainly, um, with, with the introduction of ChatGPT just over yeah. a year ago, it has become you know, massively into the f- uh, fore. I was talking with um, uh, on a previous episode of Insights uh, uh, with uh, Alice Keeler. Yeah. Today. No, she's from the States. Yeah, she? yeah, yeah. She's a very good with old a, friend of with mine. With luggage now? <laughs> she's finally caught up with her luggage. Well, her luggage caught up with her. Yeah. Um, and it was great to have a chat to her. She's very much like me in that, and I think like you, in that you know, technology is great, right? Yeah. But just because you can do something with technology or use technology, uh, education is too important to leave to chance. So just because you can doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that you should, right? Correct. And so with that sort of thinking, you know, there's lots of things you could do with AI and there's obviously concerns around privacy and, and, and the use of student data and all these different things in there as well. But you know, what are you seeing as being impactful? What are you seeing as being, you know, if you've been working with AI for the last five years, what, what have you been up to? Yeah, so it's a, it's a really good, uh, good question because um, <clears throat> the, the work that Microsoft and uh, OpenAI, ChatGPT, that basically brought the level of conversation uh, to a very high level. <clears throat> we have been looking at um, specifically how AI can support uh, the process of teaching and learning, basically giving the teachers uh, the freedom to teach um, because we know that teachers are time poor uh, and we know that teachers are overworked and stressed. And so the activities that uh, the team have been uh, focused on um, are to try and solve some of these fundamental problems, but in a way that's easy uh, to uh, to do it. Cool. So, uh, and, and have any sort of products come out of the back of that, or any yeah. findings from <coughs> uh, the I, research you've been I, doing into I, those I areas? I think that uh, uh, safety, security, and privacy uh, have become even more uh, important uh, in those uh, in those areas. I think there is um, a whole. Um, sort of move around uh, generative AI. I think like all hype circles, it will settle down. Uh, but there's some, some great work being done um, and some great case studies. 
uh, around saving of time. Um, and whether I'm in Estonia, listening to 16-year-old students uh, demonstrating how they're able to use some of these products uh, productively to save time, or uh, anywhere else, I, I think they're uh, good. But one of the, the concerns that I uh, see is from uh, the younger, uh, the primary school, the prep school teachers, uh, how can we use some of these uh, tools safely and securely uh, to start the journey of students from an earlier age? Um, because many of the tools require you to be 18 or 16 or whatever else. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. when it comes to literacy or numeracy skills, we don't say, oh yes, wait till you're 18 before trying to learn those. And I think the basis for the future is we need uh, students as young as they can to start developing strong uh, questioning skills, oracy skills, uh, because the more that they can do that from an early age, then I believe the greater their life chances are. Yeah, you, you, you draw some really important points there. And it was interesting that you mentioned uh, sort of safety, security, and privacy, because those three things are absolutely key and cornerstone yeah. to stuff. But just you, you said, you know, that there's a much more bigger highlight on safety, security, and privacy. I've been sharing myself an awful lot recently with, with the, um, sort of the, the, the raising of the profile of AI. Yes. But it's actually made digital citizenship and digital literacy more important than ever. Yeah. And it's interesting that, you know, there, there seems to be a tension, doesn't there, between the, 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 the perceived or actual need of young people to have better digital citizenship and literacy skills, yeah. but then they can't do that because of the issues and, and the importance around safety, security, and privacy. And that tension between those two sort of things there, did you find that sort of thing yourself too? Um, there, there, there is, uh, and it's a difficult uh, place to go. Um, there are lots of uh, things that can blow up in your face um, and uh, therefore the risk profile of going there. But if you started from a point of understanding the educational process, as uh, a lot of my uh, colleagues have, then you understand how to position the platforms, the technologies, the solutions that allow uh, those teachers looking after younger students to start their journey earlier rather than later. Um, and I think that um, we all know that we live in a, a, a world with lots of different socio and economic challenges. Yeah. Um, and um, what we're trying to make sure is that just because of where you're born or where you live or your parents, that uh, you're not excluded from the ability to use some of these amazing resources to better your life. Um, and uh, it comes down to your vocabulary uh, and lots of other factors. But I think the sooner that students are able to start building the skill set, the better it will be for them, mm. the better it will be for society. Uh, you have uh, parents who don't understand how to use mobile phones, grandparents who don't use their mobile phones. Think how they, they're going to be. So, granddad, I want you to uh, sort of use some uh, generative AI tools. Like, what? If, the, if my grandson is able to say, granddad, this is how you ask the question, then maybe my life is better. Uh, but I'm being brought along by this next generation of students. Mm. 
It's interesting you mentioned that example. Uh, one tool I've shared a, a fair amount is the um, Pi app from Inflection. Mm -hmm. uh, my mother, um, nearly an octogenarian, not quite, but n nearly there, you know, uh, for, for how opposite end of the spectrum she is with her confidence with technology to yeah. me, you know, the fact that she can use her voice, it goes to, you mentioned Oracy, and Oracy obviously, you know, a, a, a huge uh, uh, um, driver for progress and yeah. learning. Um, but it, it, of, 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 of all the many tools I've shared with her um, yeah. uh, over the years, it's one she's taken to so quickly. I think yeah. she's, she's, she is, you know, great at Oracy. Yes. She knows how to frame questions. She, she, she used to interview, you know, she's a, a very well-established woman in her, yeah. actually in her own field. So that, that, that knowledge and, and she's got within her, she's still very, you know, astute and, yeah. and so forth and so on. That's there, but that's my mum. Yes. What about our young people who are still developing those skills? Yes. I, I think that uh, one of the things that um, uh, Alicia White from uh, the Prince of Wales First School yeah. down in Dorchester said, um, a teacher's strongest uh, weapon is their voice. Um, and so if we can uh, allow uh, teachers to have more confidence using their voice to control the technologies that exist in the classroom, then that uh, by uh, uh, modeling, goes off into the students. They're very happy, aren't they, to ask questions. I mean, probably with, with their children, well, you know, as they grow up, it's like, question, question, why does the, why does the sun shine? Why does the moon not shine during the day, etc., etc. All these wonderful questions. Um, and what we're trying to do is create environments that, that can ask those even more. So we, went, we talked about Orsin, and it, it is an important thing, but I know you've been yeah. working uh, on developing products which enable you know, uh, people to um, communicate and, and work with the technologies that you've been developing. Yes. Uh, I wonder if you could sort of share a little bit about those sort of things because, you know, there are so many ways in which, you know, um, teaching um, by teachers, learning from students can be enhanced yeah. by technology. Uh, also, workload, you mentioned uh, uh, earlier in the conversation about um, the, the levels of workload in the freshman. I know that Ian has been developing something which can really, really help with that. So I think it'd be useful. Okay. Uh, and I'm very happy for you to sort of mention because I think our viewers would love to hear about what it is you've got to offer. And I'm really looking forward to finding out even more <laughs> about getting some hands-on or voice-on uh, with things on uh, Friday morning. Yeah, no, that, that's great. So one of the things we've been doing with the amazing Merlin Mind uh, team from, uh, from the USA is uh, co-developing with, uh, with educators um, how they can use their voice uh, through uh, a product which is now called Merlin Origin. Uh, it, it's an interesting uh, journey because version one of the product had big speakers, uh, lots of far-field microphones, um, HDMI switches, lots of technology that we all thought everybody wanted, and now it's shrunk, and it's just a remote with a, a, a software subscription. So today, uh, with Merlin Origin, whether you're using Microsoft PowerPoint or uh, Google Slides, as a teacher, I'm by the student. And I could say, hey, Merlin, uh, pull up my slide on the BET Education Show, uh, go to slide three with net support, and play the video from two minutes and 30 seconds. Now, I have not left the student side because I know that you need support on that, this particular uh, topic. Yet, I've been able to save time from going backwards and forwards. Oh, I didn't mean two minutes and 30 seconds. I needed three minutes and 30 seconds. So that disengagement, that wasted time mm. uh, is eliminated. Mm -hmm. um, and whilst it's not doing everything, 
in the in the AI space and the education space, it is certainly saving you uh, as a teacher a lot of time, which you can better spend supporting the students. Yeah, and, and this is one of the things I absolutely love. Yeah, for for many years, you know, there, there are sort of two things that I've shared in my, with my Ned's Port hat off for a second. Yes. Um, uh, for me, you know, implementation um, is. It's so important to get right. It's, yes. it's a careful, nuanced path. But often, the, the journey to support teachers with their confidence and competence with technology starts small, little wins. Yeah. So two things I often share that are linked together, linking into your example there, Ian. Uh, I often share the keyboard shortcut B and W. Yeah. So when you're running slides, Google Slides or PowerPoint, it's up nice and large, and press B, it'll make your screen go black, and it brings your the student's attention straight back to you. W yeah. does the same thing but makes the screen go white instead. Works in PowerPoint, Google Slides, uh, Keynote, you know, all your presentation tools have this little hidden keyboard shortcut yeah. within there. Something else I've always shared as well is about the presentation clicker. Yes. It's one of the best bits of tech. And it don't cost much, 20 pounds if that. You know, the ability to use the laser pointer and the pointer at key things, yeah. it means you, it frees you from your desk. It does. Right, it means you can go around the room, you can help Ian at the back, but still be in control of what's up on the screen at the front. You can look over Katie's back and, and make sure she's still focused on her work, but you can also blank the screen. You can yes. move from one slide to the next. Absolutely. I see Merlin Origin as being that sort of next iteration. It's like even a clicker more. on steroids. I was, I was just say a clicker on speed, there you go. So it's, it's a brilliant, brilliant, yeah, maybe not that's uh, innocuous uh, reference, but no. it's, it's a really superb idea and a great iteration from something which is already yeah. superbly helpful in, in and, every and classroom. I, and I think the, the thing that it also then does is uh, we're having a conversation about uh, the moon, yeah? And I'm asking you for questions about the moon, and you ask me a question as a, as a very uh, intelligent student, man. Um, and I may not necessarily know the answer, but now, uh, with uh, Merlin Origin, I can literally ask that question. You know, why is the moon a quarter of a million miles away? I have no idea why it happens to be that far away, but obviously it's something to do with gravity, the size of the moon, the weight, and all those other, other bits and pieces. And what Merlin Origin can do is use your generative chat tools, but safe and secure, because I don't want something inappropriate popping up on the screen. Mm -hmm. I also don't want uh, something inaccurate popping up on the screen. And the way that uh, the team work with um, uh, trusted content providers gives you the confidence that the right answer will always come up uh, on, the, on the screen. So I think that combination of uh, an Alexa, a safe, secure Alexa or Google Home for the classroom, uh, together with a safe, secure uh, generative AI, that is the intersection of the work that we've been doing. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, Ian is a great sharer on social media as well. Um, can you share your uh, social details, Ian? Is that okay? Yeah, so, uh, so on uh, X or Twitter, <coughs> it's just at uh, Ian Nen. Um, and uh, please uh, either connect with me on uh, LinkedIn. The final thing I'd like to share is uh, there's some great uh, people at Cambridge uh, University, uh, Emeritus Professor Neil Mercer, who looks after Oracy Cambridge. Um, and I think the work that uh, he's doing uh, together with uh, Professor Rupert uh, Wegruff, 
Uh, he's just in, he's just uh, written a book about uh, RSC in the uh, digital age. Uh, the book comes out today, tomorrow. Uh, I'm waiting for a copy, Rupert, but uh, I think there's some great work uh, being done there. But thank you for the opportunity. I know you're very, very welcome. Thank you. And, and Oracy, again, is something I'm, I'm hugely passionate about as well. So uh, I decided if you uh, do a, a bit of a, a Google on uh, School 21 and their Oracy project, there's some fantastic resources yeah. uh, from them as well. Oracy is such an important uh, facet and, and facilitator of learning. And of course, if you can use your voice in the classroom in the ways we described, then that'll be uh, a great level as well. And what was it Saturday Nadella said about... Uh, ah, yeah, the, uh, at one of the recent uh, Microsoft uh, global events, he said, if you're going to ground yourself in thinking about the future, then think of two things. Uh, one is everything will be voice enabled. Uh, so the interface uh, to your computers, your technologies, think voice, uh, and you won't be far away. And the other thing was uh, his uh, reference to a reasoning engine, the how you get insights into data through this reasoning engine, which I think is probably a shortcut for uh, generative AI. But uh, I can wholly agree with, uh, with him on those two points. Brilliant stuff. Well, listen, thank you. At Ian Nairn on social media. Uh, plenty of insights shared beyond our conversation today as well but thank you for taking time to join me and please do check out uh, Merlin Origin uh, Merlin with a Y uh, if you are interested in, in the things that you shared there as well thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Insights by Net Support here live from BET 2024 thank you